Hey everyone, Dave Hagen here. And it's Christmas. Almost. That's today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to the financial success. Here's your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Hey, thanks, Nick. We're here in beautiful downtown Van Nuys at Uncle Studios. Welcome to another edition, the Christmas edition, I suppose, of the Financial Wellness Podcast. Today with me, as always, Brian Reed. Welcome, Brian. Merry Christmas, David. Merry Christmas to you, too, and happy holidays. You know, this episode is going to drop on uh, Christmas Eve, and some people may be listening, and and some people may not. But uh, I wanted to have some kind of a gift, some kind of a something to give to people that actually take the time. A present? A present, a present. For me? For you, um, and for everybody. So um, I was thinking about four different specific things things um, or, or presence that we have for our, our readers. And of course, the first one is our, our body of work for this this past year. I think we uh, generated about uh, 50 different episodes, um, and we hope that they've been interesting and, and useful. Um, certainly, we worked really hard at it. It's, uh, you know, it's effortful sometimes to, to make the time to come in and drive through L.A. traffic. Um, but in the end, the the product that we create and what you're trying to do here, Dave, is great. So, well, I appreciate uh, you know you being involved. In well, I know you're you're driving, especially coming from the west side to the valley, and um, a lot of work, a lot of effort, and um, I appreciate that. And I I hope that the readers, the readers, the <laughs> listeners, um, you know, appreciate that too. We put a lot of effort into it. Um, second thing in terms of gift is I wanted to reshare my favorite episode. And out of all the episodes that we did, uh, my favorite, the one that I think was most poignant, perhaps more most um, um, important, was "Who's Running Your Motor?" And you know, it, it talked about um, really an email from Seth Godin, and um, it, it was important to me, and I think hopefully important to the listeners because it talked about um, you know, look, either you're running your motor in your life, or somebody else is. And let's think about that and, and see what you come up with. Um, it's a it's a an episode that just kind of evolved in short term as we were thinking about it and happened to get an email. But um, I thought that was perhaps the most poignant episode for me, my favorite of the year. And we're going to play the first part of that that entire episode um, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Brian, how about you? Did you have a favorite? It's uh, it'll, it kind of comes off of exactly what you just said, and uh, you know who's running your uh, your motor. Um, but it was the round table on the black card. <laughs> 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 because again, I know you know there are perks and benefits to these various credit cards. However, right. they are totally the way they advertise everything they're trying to run our motors. So, I just thought and that was just kind of a silly goofy episode anyway, <laughs> so it was fun. Well, and the ironic thing was, I mean, the the initial idea with that episode was to, you know, spoof the black card to put some shade on it and kind of reveal it for what it really was and yet kind of ironically 
uh, as I recall, the more we talked about it, the more we started getting into it and digging it and going, oh, yeah, metal, and it revolves on a pedestal. What and about it? Was, how many patents were pending for, 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 the, for the credit card for the itself? Credit card. And the carbon fiber. <laughs> That's right. Here we That's go. right. It was carbon fiber. You know, and yet I, I, I see kind of our role in, in, in this whole thing is to, you know, kind of pull the pants down on this kind of goofy stuff. And yet shine a light on this thing for and, whatever it is. And, and yet we got caught up into it, you know, <laughs> and then we went to the gold card and then the the Amex Princeton card and, and the Costco card we were talking about. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was that was an episode after that. But. Yeah, the black card was fun, you know? Let's do that. After we, we play the episode here today on um, uh, running your motor, we'll, we'll play the one on the, on the black card. Throw them all back to back. If you're having a long drive through snow, you can uh, go back and re-listen to them. Yeah, yeah, and get a chuckle out of that. Well, the fourth gift, the fourth thing I was thinking about is um, if you want a copy of my CD called 10 Ways to Prosper, and it's a piece that I did, um, you know, a couple of years ago, and it incorporates some of the messages of the Financial Wellness Podcast, but some other things that we were thinking about at the time as well. Um, send me an email, and I'll mail you one out for free. Now, we may sell these uh, next year at some point, but for now, if you send me an email before the end of January 2019, um, we'll send you one out for free. Happy to do it. Just a thank you for being a listener, our, our gift to you. So you go to the financialwellnesspodcast.com, that's the financialwellnesspodcast.com, and submit a comment that goes, dude, send me a copy <laughs> of the CD, here's my name and address and email, and we'll, we'll send it out to you, but you got to do so uh, before uh, January of 2019. Uh, but we're happy to do that, we want to uh, thank our listeners for, for listening, we want to have a, wanted to have several gifts for people to listen to. Um, I'm going to really appreciate and enjoy listening to the, uh, you know, is your motor running podcast? And Brian, now that you bring it up, the black card, <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. So that'll be good. Brian, you got any plans for the holidays? Just a lot of uh, family, friends, and uh, college football. Yeah, good time. Pro, some good pro stuff coming yeah, up too. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Not bad, not bad. I don't, uh, I don't think we have any plans. You know, we're... Uh, the family's getting together, you know, it's 20, 22, 23, four of us, whatever it is, getting together, having a meal the week before. And uh, a lot of times we like to go up to the, the mountains and see if we can get some snow. But not this year. We need to stay in town. We've got some some business things that are that are moving along and we've got to stick around. So we'll still have a good time, but maybe uh, maybe I'll be going to those after Christmas <laughs> sales or something. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, everybody, we hope that you have a great Christmas. Um, we're working on uh, coming up. We're working towards that happy new year. But Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, guys. All right, everyone. This is the episode called Who's Your Running Your Motor? Uh, this is my favorite episode from August of 2018. Check it out. Today, I want to talk about your internal motor. Is it running? Or maybe the question is, who's running it? I subscribe to a blog by Seth Godin. My wife, the CPA, turned me on to it some time ago. It comes almost every day and is delivered by email if you subscribe. It contains a few short paragraphs and usually touches on business, marketing, and life issues. Some days it just doesn't grab my attention. It's on a topic that I really don't think about that much. However, some days it really resonates with me and I think about it for days. Now, right now you might be wondering, who's Seth Godin? Well, he's an author, 
entrepreneur and teacher. He talks mostly about business and marketing issues. He's written 18 bestsellers that have been translated into 35 languages. The first book that I read of his was called Permissive Marketing. He was talking about email marketing, a time when most people hadn't even thought of it yet. He has eight online business courses. Perhaps the best known is the Alt-MBA. And if I was still coming up in the business world, I would certainly think about taking his class. It's quicker and more practical than a traditional MBA. He's posted over 7,000 blogs and spoken to over 3 million people at 1,000 different speeches. He's even given a TED Talk. He has a website, SethGodin.com, where you can sign up for his blog. He also has a podcast called Akimbo. I think it's almost as interesting as the Financial Wellness Podcast. I've never met the guy, but I really like his stuff. One of his recent emails really got me to thinking and related in part to what we talk about here. And that's why I want to share it with you. One of his most recent blogs was called The Motor. In that blog, he notes that audiobooks are outpacing reading. Why? Hmm, they come with their own motor. A person can sit passively with their motor turned off, and they don't have to do any active reading. We all read, but pushing through a chapter or book takes effort. You have to have your motor on. Reading anything without links requires that we run our own motor. Seth notes that the internet is the greatest collection of information of all time ever developed. Yet few people take advantage of it enough to sit down, use their motor, and actually learn. If we do any research or learning, we tend to use it more as a quick reference or super yellow pages, if you will. Maybe that's why YouTube flourishes. Sometimes you can lose hours of time just going from video to video. I've lost many hours this way. I've heard someone call it going down the rabbit hole. Now this reminds me of an incident several years ago with my son. He was about 10 years old and wanted to set up some kind of sub-network or something on our home computer. I had no idea what he was talking about. I told him to go get some information from Google. In instead, he went to YouTube and watched a video. Based upon what he saw, he was able to set up whatever it was on the home network. It seems like many people, especially millennials, are using YouTube to gather information to do research. Why? Well, I think it's because they don't need to run their motor. Now, in this case, I thought it was a good thing because my son, who just doesn't have the patience to sit down and do some research and read and go through a bunch of stuff, he was able to figure out this very complicated internet alignment. Now, I find that I do the same thing, although in a slightly different way. When I come home from work and I've done the things that I need to do, I'll decide whether I want to watch a movie or read. More often than not, I'll watch a movie because it doesn't require that I run my motor. All day long at work, I push, push, push with my motor on. When I get home, I don't want to sit there in active mode. If I read, that takes effort. If I watch a movie, I can just coast and let it come to me. When we look at the internet, it's simply easier just to click on a button as opposed to trying an address or typing in a command. It's easy to look at the pictures as opposed to reading the text. Now, I just assumed I was doing this because I was just lazy. It turns out, I just didn't want to run my motor. Now, we all need time to veg out in front of the TV. We all need time to turn the motor off. Don't get me wrong. But how purposeful are we when we turn off the motor all the time and just let someone else set the agenda? Now, Seth closed his blog with a mind-blowing statement. Somebody's driving. It's either you going where you choose or someone else pushing you.
wow, this really caused me to pause because I think he's so right. Either you're setting your own agenda or someone else is setting it for you. When I thought about this, this directly relates to financial wellness. We're either on our own path, following our own plan, using our own motor, or someone else, like retailers, banks, credit card companies, they're driving us, pushing us to do what they want us to do. If we let them, they'll end up with all of our energy and ultimately our money. They're really good at this. They have Madison Avenue and hundreds of millions of dollars in research backing them up. I don't really begrudge them being sophisticated in their business dealings. However, we have to be more sophisticated and smarter to keep from pursuing their agenda. We need to pursue our agenda so that we get to where we want to be. Now, the good news is that we can offset this influence just by being mindful and purposeful. The thoughtful use of our minds can offset what others, including big business, want to do to us. Pretty cool, huh? Now, if you've subscribed to the Financial Wellness Podcast, you've probably done it to be entertained and informed. But more importantly, perhaps you've done so to stay mindful about your financial wellness. If that's the case, congratulations. One of the main messages of the Financial Wellness Podcast is to have a plan, to follow it, and to get to where you want to be. Not letting someone else push you to where they want you to be. Our pledge is to continue to do this on a weekly basis in an entertaining and informative way. This is Dave Hagen, and you're listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. All right, that was one of my, my favorites. In fact, um, most meaningful of the first uh, batch of 50 that we did. Uh, now let's, let's listen to Brian's favorite. This was, a, this was a fun one. I enjoyed this a lot. This one we called The Roundtable Takes on the Black Card. Check it out. So let's talk about my black card application experience. So I'm rolling out to the mailbox, open up the mailbox, big, nice black envelope in there sent to me by MasterCard. Now, you guys, you sent me the application. I didn't ask for it. So <laughs> we're talking about it today and you get what you deserve. Um, that's just the way that that's just the way that it rolls. So look at this. Look at this card, you guys. Big black envelope. Open it up. I get this nice little card, luxury card. It's an application. It's an um, invitation to apply. Very nice, signed by Marina something at uh, uh, MasterCard. And then I open up this uh, brochure, nice black and white thick Look stock brochure. Look at Let that. Let me see that, that It's like a yeah, trifold, but it's longer than a regular eight and a half by and 11. And it says best in class. I, I, I would like to be Congratulations, best. Congratulations, you're yeah, best in class. Yeah. I was never the best in my class, but I guess <laughs> now, that I, now that I am. So it's talking about all the stuff that this luxury card does, all the advantages and disadvantages. A lot of fine print, a lot of fine print going on here, but that's okay. Then they gave me another page. It's uh, eight and a half by 11. It's got the like terms and conditions. And um, I'm, never, I'm not going to read that. There's too much going on. That'll there. take like two days to read all <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, there's too much going on there. But it's... They're promoting a luxury card that's made out of metal. Pretty cool. So it's a metal card. And we talked right, about this a couple cool. episodes ago. Yeah, metal card. Throw it down on the tray. It makes a little clink. Shows that you're best in class, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then it's uh, protected by 41 patents, it says right here. Pre Ooh. 41 pa And the back of it is made out of... Um, 
uh, carbon fiber because that's really necessary. In in a credit card, it, you, you need that level of carbon fiber. A metal is necessary nowadays. Yes. I've, I've been thinking about that, right? Right. I've been thinking about that. So, wow, what did I get? Well, the first thing is I got a luxury card concierge. Is that how you pronounce that word? Concierge. Concierge. I've never had one of those before. Here's what it says. Enjoy 24-7 access to luxury card concierge, a complete lifestyle management service tailored to your personal requirements. From booking an extravagant travel itinerary to sourcing hard-to-find gifts, our concierge specialists are on hand to ensure card member experience and more. Ooh. So, sounds pretty good, I guess. Sounds I, nifty. I guess I'm rolling big. Okay, now the next <laughs> thing I get is $100 a year in annual airline credits. It says travel credits towards flight-related purchases. I don't I don't know what that is, but it does says mean, including... Is that peanuts and, uh, and, and cocktails? Yeah, or? yeah, expensive cocktails, right? <laughs> including airline tickets, baggage fees, upgrades, and more. Luxury card mm, automatically applies to credit to your account. Well, I mean, I... Okay, so I don't have to pay for the, the bags at the gate. That's, that's All okay. Right, so yeah. it's kind of starting to add up a little bit, yeah, maybe. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, luxury card travel is the next benefit. Card members receive an average value of average value of $500 in benefits and services per stay at over 3,000 properties around the world. Benefits may include complimentary food and beverage, room upgrades, resort and spa credits, and welcome amenities. I don't know what that is. But uh, do I have to go into every hotel then and go, hey, what do I get for free here because I got the black card? (laughs) I mean, it only says may include. It doesn't say will include. Yeah, yeah. You really don't know what's going on there. I mean, it sounds good. But uh, if you really think about it, mm, uh, I don't know. All right. Next benefit, no foreign transaction fees. Luxury card members enjoy greater freedom with no foreign transaction fees on purchases made when traveling abroad. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I guess. I don't even know what foreign transaction fees are. I guess I don't get around much. Um, all right, airport lounge program. Now, this actually sounds kind of good. Enjoy access to more than 1,000 lounges in over 500 cities worldwide with Priority Pass Select. Oh, I mean, okay, yeah. traveling's gotten kind of out of hand. Uh, you know, it's crowded, it's packed, it's whatever. And um, so that may be kind of nice. Yeah, I mean, if, you've got, if you have like a nice meal before your flight, maybe a cocktail or two, maybe yeah. it, it'll add up. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you if, travel, if you travel, I don't get around much. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know that I need an airport lounge program when I'm flying to Sacramento. But, um, oh, here's another one. Luxury Magazine. Check this out. Card members receive Luxury Magazine, the exclusive quarterly publication that covers a broad range of categories, including travel, fashion, real estate, vehicles, and technology. Each issue showcases an artist's work as the cover art making it a limited edition collector's <laughs> item. <laughs> Did they really write this seriously? The last thing I need is another uh, something on the coffee table, right? Another Wait, what magazine uses the same cover every week? De- by definition, aren't they all different and therefore collector's items? Yeah, I guess, right? And if you got all that, I think there's a TV show about people that collect stuff like that. It's called Hoarders. Hoarders. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, even better, even better. I'm looking on the internet, looking at this um, this really cool card uh, application that I got in the mail because I want to know more about it. And I came across 
an unboxing video of the card. I saw that too. That's right? amazing. Now, millennials, you know, like I'll do on YouTube, like unboxing your iPhone or unboxing this or that. And it's, it's kind of something that millennials do. But here they have a corporation doing an unboxing video. What up with that? I've got some comments on that. All right, later. Go, go ahead. Uh, well, no, I, this is great. The very first line of this thing is, first, you'll notice the card is shipped in a quality custom box, engraved luxury card. Okay, so, you know, it's nice. It's, yeah, it's it, nice. It, it, comes, right? it comes in a box. Right. I, want, I wonder if the box is metal as well. I saw it, yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a nice looking box, but, you know, it's going into a landfill at it's some point. It's still a yeah, box. Yeah. It's a box. I mean, in my opinion. It's They're just stealing straight from Apple mm -hmm. and trying to un you know, unveil or, or reveal. Right. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it is because, you know, there's a shot in this video where they lay everything out. Okay. So you're not just getting this, you know, amazing black card. You're getting the box top, the styrofoam cushion divider, the, the cardboard divider that lays between the styrofoam divider and the box top. And then you get to the bottom of the box itself, which includes the card and this vacuum formed plastic altar for the card to sit in. And then you get an instruction manual of all the benefits. And of course, just like the iPhone, a microfiber cleaning cloth. Yeah, because you got to have a you got to have a clean card in your wallet, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was watching the, the video and they show that uh, they show it being presented for payment. So they show this metal card dropping into the sterling silver tray and being presented to, you know, whoever they're using the card for. I saw that. Because don't you always <laughs> drop your card into a sterling tray? And it also said um, uh, engineered for distinction. So, you know, I think that's pretty cool. And then on the back of the card. Actually, Dave, I'm going to correct you there. Yeah. It actually said that it was engineered for durability and distinction. Oh, there we go. Well, that's the carbon fiber <laughs> part of it and the 41 oh, patents. Yeah. And then it says world elite on the back of the card. That, that's pretty cool. Well, I mean, you are best in class, according to the promo. This is true. This is true. Dave, did you notice during the video how when they went split screen and they were they're listing the card benefits that on the right hand side of the screen, the card is just rotating around and around yeah. um, <laughs> on a, a spinning base. And it's exactly like you were at a car show and there's a, a, a 1946 Cadillac <laughs> just going around and around. I was waiting for the scantily clad women to come in and start doing those prices, right? Hand right, gestures right. as they go through each item of the showcase showdown or classic, something. Classic. Do people really buy this stuff? Is this what makes it... Uh, more desirable? I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's pretty thinly veiled to me, but uh, and what do I know? Isn't that luxury magazine that they're offering, isn't that just known as more ads? Sell <laughs> <laughs> you more ads for, for more credit cards or something like that. Oh, man. All right, down to the, down to the dirty, past, the, uh, past, past all the fluff, the financial terms. 6.24% interest. Well, not bad. I mean, remember on past no. shows we said average interest rate across the country about 18 and a half. So it, it's not too bad. 5.5% um, on cash advances. So you pay 5% if you take cash off the card. In addition to an APR of 26.49. Wow. What? Is that legal? It is. I mean, it, it is. Legal robbery. But it's a, it's a heavy card. I, I want a heavy card. That's true. That's true. How about a late fee of 37 bucks? Ouch. Ugh. Ugh. All right. But what do you, what do you get? What do you get for that? Well, 2% eh, on airfare, but you got to buy airfare through them. 
you know, it kind of reminds me when I went to get my new uh, Apple phone and they said that they would buy my old phone back. And they gave me a, they said like $200 on a credit card. And I said, well, okay. I mean, it, it's just going to sit in a drawer. I actually have an Apple museum, an iPhone museum at home where I have a one and a three and a five. And, you know, sometimes when I'm bored, I like look through my little museum. But um, now they, they give you some money for that. So now I've, I've turned it back in. I don't have the last couple. So, uh, but it occurred to me that, they give you a card for 200 bucks. So you're buying merchandise at their store that they paid 100 bucks for. So they're really only giving you 15 cents on the dollar of the discounted amount that they're already giving you. So they're like making money on you like the second round. It's kind of like a kiss <laughs> on the other cheek, right? Any, any way they can. Any way they can. But, and, and then it seems like, you know, when the times, the couple times that I've done it, you're buying tickets through them at a rate that's greater than what you would get it on Orbitz or Expedia or Southwest. Or just or, the actual site itself, either right. Southwest or exactly. American Airlines. Exactly. So I don't know. It seems like they're getting you two, maybe three ways for that. But 2%, okay, I mean, I guess. Um, second thing you can get uh, instead, 1.5% uh, cash back credited to your account. Well, that's, that's good. Okay. I mean, I, it's I, cash. I, it's cash. I like that. It goes right to your account. You don't have to apply for it. But... Um, I don't know, $500 annual membership fee. Ow. <laughs> a little hefty there. So I don't know. That's a little... St I didn't know that people were paying $500 a month in membership fees. I, I Last I looked, it was like 100 bucks a year. 500 bucks. You got to get a lot of benefits to get over that, you know? Yeah, and spend a lot of money. No, spend a lot of money. So by the way, how's the card making money on something like this? Well, first of all, fees, right? membership fees, late mm -hmm. fees. I mean, mm -hmm. they're making billions of dollars. Secondly, interest. So if somebody doesn't pay and they carry a balance interest, and we said it's about 18 and a half percent on uh, what we say, uh, a little over a, a billion dollars collectively or trillion dollars collectively nationwide. Trillion, yeah. Right. And they're getting a transaction fee from the retailer, which typically is one to four percent. Um, of, of every charge. So they're making money three different ways. But I mean, who cares about the retailer? Let, let the card worry about that. But there's some stiff money that's going back and forth here. But I don't All know about you guys. Hands. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, though. I'm I'm still digging the card. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm still digging the unveiling. <laughs> right, right. I, I, I want to unveil it. I want to have that experience. And, you know, to be able to drop a metal card and a metal plate, you know, <laughs> go big, go big. All right. Is it, is it heavy enough so that the server is actually going to need two hands to pick up the, the tray that it's on it's so, so they realize how important I am? So true. So true. <laughs> and I, I remember I, I told the story a couple podcasts ago about you know, someone, some other company sent me a metal card and I thought it was really cool and, until I found out that now I had to pay an annual membership fee. And so I said, close it out. And they sent me out an account that didn't have it, but it wasn't the metal card anymore. It was just like the cheap old <laughs> plastic thing, you know? So when Elon Musk comes up with, an, with a problem or an issue, he says, look, do the physics. And so I want to say, look, let, let's do the math. Let's run a couple of examples and see if this really pencils out. So let's say, for example, you're charging about $4,000 a month or about $50,000 a year in charges. Now, that's kind of a lot for a lot of people, but this is an example that they used on the website. I think actually in the video that we talked about. <laughs> so, all right, so you're going to get one ticket for a $50,000 year of charges. You're going to get one ticket for a grand. 
Okay, but what what's a thousand dollars in an air flight? Is that coast to coast, back and forth, or what, what? I think you can probably get a first class ticket to Europe for that. Can you go to Europe for for a K? All right, well, yeah. so that's not bad. But you're buying it from them at at, at an inflated price, right, right? Right. So it's not on the on the website, and you pay the membership fee. So you know you kind of have to do a little offset or add it all together there. Um, if you get a point and a half credit back on the card, which we really liked just a couple of minutes ago, that's $750. But again, you, you paid the, the $500 membership fee. You get the airport lounge. That's nice. We, yeah. That's still nice. That's, we're, that's we're, nice. we're always going to be okay with, with the airport with lounge. With the airport lounge, $100 credit on baggage. Yeah, it's okay, I guess. But, you know, really, I mean, we're talking about an airport lounge is really liking it so far because otherwise we're talking about a couple hundred dollars swing right? for someone that's really hitting their cards pretty hard. I mean, four G's is a, is a lot. Well, I mean, 50 grand a year. I mean, yeah. I, I, it's a good amount of money. Yeah, yeah. So let's say if someone's doing 2000 a month, you know, that's probably in line with what uh, perhaps there's a lot of people out there that do that. I mean, we don't, I don't, don't want the readers to, but let's say if you did, it's more realistic maybe. So you're going to get one ticket for seven fifty, buying through their store. So basically, you'll you know you'll get to the East Coast, you get to Pennsylvania or something like that, right? Or if you do the cash, you're going to get three fifty in cash, but you paid five hundred in the membership fee, so you're at a loss. <laughs> so now you're now you're at a loss on the cash back, but but you are getting into the airport lounge. It's all about the airport lounge. You know, I, I, yes. anything to get me away from the crowds. Right, right, right. So you know, I mean maybe 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 not you know um so i'm thinking what uh, what's the what's the card going to make on me in a, in a circumstance like this I'm, well they're going to get my 500 hundred dollar membership fee um you know if if i miss like one payment during the year and sometimes you're busy and you miss you're going to pay uh, 50 dollars in interest at their prescribed interest rate you're going to pay that late fee of 37 dollars so you're going to pay $87 on that. And then on the retailer, they're going to make, let's say, 2%. Not 1 to 4, like I said. Mm-hmm. Let's pick a number in the middle. 2% of $50,000, say. They're going to make a grand. So they're making, they're making money both ways. And they're, they're giving me access to a lounge at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Which still sounds pretty good. And the card still <laughs> looks pretty cool to me. But... I don't know. What do you think, guys? Is there anyone that would, I, would actually benefit from this card? Or, you know, who who would this look, be? it's going to be some guy that's got a big ego and is just trying to impress somebody. Yeah. So they have the black card. You know, I, 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 does it say anything in there on if if you miss the, if you are late on a payment, that your rate is going to jump? Oh, it could be a variable. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. And there's also a concept called universal default. Which means if you you know you miss on some other card and they pick it up on your credit report, they can use that to increase yours. So that's built into a lot of that fine that fine print. Now I didn't read all this fine print. What do you think about all this fine print, Brian? Um, I started to read all of it, and um, what I really got interested in is you know the font size on that thing because that's. That's a normal eight and a half by eleven piece of paper. Yeah, and it's double sided. Yep. Um, so what I did was I scanned it and I put it into a Word document, and the actual number of words in this thing, five thousand three hundred and twelve. On both on both sides or just one side? No, that's the that's the total number of words on both sides for that oh piece of paper. Oh my goodness. 
which then it was like, all right, well, that, but it's on, you know, it's just one piece of paper. I kept getting, feeling okay, because it was just one piece of paper. Right. And it, and it came with so many other cool pieces of paper. Yeah. The, the best in class brochure and the and the luxury card from uh, Melissa or Marina or whoever it was. Whoever, whoever yeah, that yeah. was. Thank yeah, you, yeah. Melissa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but then I started to think about it and went that, you know, I was stuck on the font. So there actually is a website called wordstopages.com, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be one of those websites that kind of helps college kids figure out, okay, if I've got to write a 2,500-word essay on something, do I need to... all right, how many pages do I need, and at what font, and so I, just, I, I used it, and I went there, all right, I have to write something that's 5,312 words. I'm going to use a traditional Arial font at a font size of 12. Fair enough. And that came out to 11.8 pages. Right. I mean, I was just thinking from my college years that one page would normally equate to 250 words. And to hear that two pages is 5,000 words. That's how much they're jamming on there. It is mind-boggling. But this is this is your contract with the company, <laughs> right? And, oh, guys, wait. It still gets and, better. And I, I've said before, you know, on the podcast, hey, you really, really should read anything that you sign. So you're going to read this 11, 12-page thing? But look at that. That's still, and what I didn't tell you was yeah. that that's still at single spacing. Oh, okay. I ran the numbers again <laughs> yeah. using an Arial font mm. and Times New Roman using double spacing, something that makes it actually readable and right. you can try and follow it right 19.4 pages in Arial, 21.9 pages in times new roman it's incredible still with the font size of 12 so you're actually looking at a 20 page college paper reduced to a one page double-sided so small of a font and they just kind of sneak it in there because they know we're gonna get just like we did we were looking at the big cardstock and all the pretty pictures and right. exclusive words. The shiny metal like thing, yeah. Shiny bobble. And then put the terms in covertly. Right. Well, and then I think, so I think one of the one of the things that someone applying for this uh, card has to have is some time on their hands. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would say they have to be a, tra- not have to be, but they probably should be a traveler since this is a what appears to me a travel-based card. Yeah. I think this one's travel-based more than maybe some of the other cards that we've been talking about lately. But uh, a lot of benefits there. But what kind of a, I mean, what kind of a person? Someone that travels, I guess. Yeah. Maybe a wealthy person, because you got to put a lot of traffic on him. We, we said to get, uh, you know, to get any benefit, it's got to be about 50000 a year or 4000 a right. month, roughly. And maybe someone with a big ego. Maybe someone with a big ego that's got to carry around. I mean, if someone's charging less, a couple thousand dollars a month, they're not, they're not going to make their money back on this travel stuff. But Dave, what about the gold card? No. Yes, no, the, the gold card. Don't tease me. The more premier card than the black card. More premier than the black card? Yeah. And I didn't get it? <laughs> Dave, <laughs> now I'm, Dave now I gotta go. I can't be on your podcast anymore, man. Later, guys. I'm only a black card guy. No. Delete this. Nick, do tell the gold card. Okay, so the gold card. Yeah, yeah. It comes with a $995 annual fee. just to have it in your wallet okay and and then i'll i'll leave the rest to you dave i am just astonished by this i mean they've got all the benefits of the black card i think but uh um like two percent back on cash i guess yeah two percent back on cash you get two percent back on airfare okay and 
you know what, Dave? I, I can't I can't even do this anymore. I, I think we got to cut it. We, we, we got it. We got to cut it. <laughs> we could go on and on and on, but here we here we picked the the biggest baddest card we could find, the black card, and and you've you've eclipsed us now with the sorry with the gold card. I wonder what kind of box the gold card comes in. Yeah, they drive it up in a car or something. I don't know. Oh man. So how do how do we wrap this up? Um, well, you might come out ahead if you're a big spender or. Um, you might come out behind too. It just depends. Um, you'll certainly make a big impression. We, we like the card. I'm not sure that it's a very good value, but we, we, we like the card. Maybe you need to impress someone. Maybe you need to impress yourself. But, you know, my thought is why, why play the game? Do you really think you're going to outthink some kind of a corporate uh, entity? I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe there's a better way. Next time we're going to talk about an average card. We're going to talk about some credit cards for the rest of us. We'll talk about the like the Costco card. That seems pretty like Costco. average and regular. I love that card. So, you know, that'll be interesting. So stay with us. Next time we're going to talk about cards for the rest of us. This is Dave Hagan, and you're listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. Well, there you have it, everybody. My favorite episode from August of last year and Brian's favorite episode from June. Hope that you enjoyed those both. Hey, you know, again, if you want a copy of the free CD, free copy of the CD, 10 Ways to Prosper, send me an email. Go to the website, thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com, and where you can type in a comment, say, hey, send me the CD, and put your name and address. We'll send it right out to you. If you don't have the energy for that, you can use the microphone where you click and it says, hey, record your question, and you can say, dude, send me the free CD. This is my name and address. So if you want that, get it to us, but you got to do it by the end of January 2019. All right, everyone. Hope you have a great holiday. This is Dave Hagan, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Remember, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.